The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash betrivers. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Uh, GameTime tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the GameTime app today and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert, joined as always with my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Uh, pretty fucking tired, to be honest, but uh, it was it was a long night last night. Um, you know, went to the Devils-Canucks game, which was something that was uh, really special. It was, it was probably the best uh, Canucks game I've seen other than when... Um, McKinnon went full bull in a china shop. Uh, Canucks were coming back, and then he just took over, won won the game. Um, I think like ten seconds into overtime, <laughs> that, that was probably the best one. But this one is was definitely pretty close to it. Um, uh, the, the Hughes did not disappoint. Let's let's say that uh, uh, Quinn got two points. Luke Hughes got a goal. Jack Hughes got a goal and two assists. They were incredible too. Um, yeah, it was phenomenal watching them. Jesper Bratt, though, was was probably the the man of the match. He scored the first and the last goal, and he looked he looked like the best player on the ice, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, my eyes were all over the Hughes, and it's funny. Um, usually I, I go into these games thinking I'm going to lose a lot of money, you know, with the, the fucking twenty dollar beers. But with <laughs> every single Hughes prop hitting, I was like, oh fuck! <laughs> For once, I'm a rich man after uh, after a Canucks game. So that that was nice. Um, hopefully the Avalanche Canucks game goes just as well with with the the visitors winning again. Yeah, the, the beers at games could add up there, but I mean the, the Hughes of Palooza definitely definitely paid off for you, Hughes and it, 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 tur- it turned into a good game too because it looked like the, the Devils might might pull away. And then who? What was it, Schmidt or Vanacek and that? Just whoever it was, they they can't stop him. Vanacek, yeah, yeah. So th- that explains why. But I, I was I was pissed because I, I live bet the game to go to overtime. I live bet the Canucks, and you know, of course, Brat scored with like thirty seconds left as Joel's message of the Canucks tying the game shows up <laughs> in the Discord, which is which was pretty funny to see. Yeah, the, the Wi-Fi or the um, I was on data there, and it was it was not going through when I was in the seat. It, it was going through in, in the concourse, but uh, I don't know why why that happened. Maybe it's just prevent live betters, <laughs> the conspiracy theorists coming out here. Um, but no, uh, what was I gonna say? The uh, fuck, uh, yeah, I, I wanted both teams to get a point. You know, I'm high on both teams. That's another thing too. Like the Devils were were my my underdog sleepy team that I was high on that that turned out pretty good. Last year, this year was the the Sanders, which did, is not looking so good, and the Canucks. So uh, it, was, it was pretty cool from that standpoint as well. Yeah, the the, the Canucks and Devils are two teams you, you've definitely been on, and and I mean all, all three Hughes brothers you've been on. We're starting to hear more talk of, of what more does Luke Hughes have to do to to get some Calder consideration. So we'll, we'll get into that some other time, though. We got a got, got a big slate for tomorrow. But one, thing any, any, one thing on that. One thing on that. 
with Connor Bedard playing like 25 minutes a night and having these like minute long shifts, his chances of injury are mm-hmm. uh, imminently higher than um, that of Luke Hughes, even though he's, he's and Luke Hughes, of course, has now taken over the uh, like number one D man basically with Dougie Hamilton out. So, yeah, I'm starting to have a little bit of hope again in, in the Calder market after uh, just giving up on it, a, I don't know, a month ago now. But yeah, with, with Bedard playing so much, there's a chance he gets some burnout. He could get hurt. I don't know. Hope it doesn't happen. But on another hand, on the other hand, <laughs> yeah, that that injury risk is real for him. It always has been, and, and as you pointed out, with those long shifts, it only increases it. And like he's he, if he gets hurt in like January, February, he's not going to have enough points, I, I think, to pull away from. Especially this whole class, Leo Carlson's been hot recently too. That's true. He just yeah. needs to play more, like. A, that was the plan, though, that to, to get Lou Carlson in more games later in the season. So there, there's still a chance for him. But the Ducks need to get their shit together because uh, they're, what, one win in the last 10 games? Yeah, they're not doing too well. Uh, I, think they, I think the Ducks-Blackhawks is what, tomorrow or is that tonight? No, that's tomorrow. So we'll get into that later in the show. Um, of course, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gamer Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. That's Apple or Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. Going live there for all of our shows uh, we'll, we'll be back live probably maybe tomorrow tomorrow night going over the small slate and do some future stuff on Thursday night, but definitely Friday night, probably around 9, 10 Eastern time for the big slate on Saturday. We'll have all three of us back, so make sure you're subscribed to YouTube there. Uh, already almost up to 100 subscribers over the first month or so, so we're seeing some good growth there. Make sure you uh, smash that like button, all, all the comments, all, all that good stuff. And, of course, get in the SGPN Discord. You can put in sg.pn slash Discord to get there or reach out to myself, Talon, or the HDP Twitter account at HockeySGPN. We're having some good uh, good conversation in there, some futures conversation, some futures conversation for NFL as well. So uh, you're, you're missing out if you're not in the Discord. Uh, shout out to the lurkers as well. We, we know you listen. We know you, we know you watch. We see you out there. So uh, shout out to everyone there. Um. All right, I think that's all the uh, the plugin here to do. Make sure you check out the website, of course, as well. I have some fantasy hockey stuff up there. Uh, but let's just get right into it then. You ready to get into this? Uh, what we got? Thirteen games here on Thursday, December seventh. Before we do, we got to point out uh, Mac in the chat saying uh, we we made a bet that a uh, hundred bucks on the, the, the he had the Sabers plus one and a half points against the Senators and. Both teams are, are really shitty right now, so uh, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a, a good toilet fight there at the bottom of the, the Atlantic standings. But yeah, I could afford a few more um, uh, beers at the Canucks games if I if I win that one. But yeah, yes, sir. Let's go. All right. Yeah. Speaking of those Sabers, kicking it off here at the seven o'clock time slot, we have those Buffalo Sabers at Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Bruins huge home favorites here, minus two seventy. Bruins puck line is minus one hundred two. Sabres are at plus 220. Uh, over under is set at six and a half. Over paying off plus 114. Under is at minus 135. Um, uh, I'll, I'll start us off here with this one. I don't I don't know if I can really trust the Sabres at any price at this point. They did get Tage Thompson back, which is big for them. But, I mean, their injury list is longer now. Uh, you go back to Lukanen is out, so it's going to be Comrie or whoever's backing him up. I don't think they called recalled Levi, so it's going to be Comrie. Darlene is questionable now. Didn't see that before. Tuck is out. Greenway's out. Jack Quinn's out. Like they have these guys. Thompson's back, but th- their depth is now being tested. And Boston, you no, know, Boston's bounced back a little bit after you know tough stretch, three straight losses. Uh, had did have a bit of a scare against the against the Leafs there, but did win in overtime. So three straight wins for them. 
they've limited their opponents to you know beat Columbus 3-1, beat Sharks 3-0, 4-3 against against Toronto. Buffalo's lost four straight now. Now they're going on the road to Boston. I don't really have a strong play for this one. I guess if anything, I'd either take Boston puck line here at minus 102 or just the under six and a half, but that that's juiced up to minus 135. Um, but I think that's probably the best play under six and a half, or maybe like a Sabres team total under two and a half is minus 175, which is even more. So probably just the, the uh, under six and a half at minus 135 for me. Yeah, I lean to the under. Um, yeah, uh, the Sabres are having problems scoring in, in most games. So eventually you'll see their old uh, you know, 2022 season uh, offense show up but for the most part it, it's been pretty lackluster even when cage was in the lineup but now that he's back uh it definitely boosted up the sabers rating even with those those depth injuries uh and i can't get anywhere near minus 270 for the bruins here who are being carried by some stellar goaltending and when the goalies aren't performing they're they're losing these games like uh it only happens once in a blue moon but the, when it happens the, they they lose and you, you, you can't really um, rely on that in the year 2023. So my line is only minus 185 here for the Bruins. So uh, plus 220 is definitely appealing to me. So I might have to back the Sabres here. Um, I know the Bruins haven't played in, in a, what, since the Toronto game. Sabres have been a bit busier, so they could be uh, disadvantaged rest-wise. But I still got to back him here. This is just too big of a price on the Bruins. Give me the Sabres plus 220. All right, uh, going down to 7 o'clock again here. I got another big favorite at home. San Jose Sharks at the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit for Patrick Kane's Red Wings debut. Uh, Red Wings are minus 298, pretty much minus 300. Red Wings puck line are minus 115. Uh, the feisty Sharks, so they're plus 240. Sharks in the puck line are minus 102. Over-under set at 6.5, over at minus 118, under at minus 102. What do you got for uh, Showtime's debut here in Hockey Town? Yeah, if you asked me before the season whether the Red Wings would ever be a $3 favorite in the, in the, during the season, I would say, uh, no, give me give me the uh, give me the no on that one. Uh, but here we are against the, the Miserable Sharks. But the Sharks have been uh, very spicy lately, uh, scoring goals out of nowhere. I don't know what, what their, their goals were in the first part of the season. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're scoring goals for fun now, even against the, the Stingy Islanders, against the, um, yes. the, the, the Rangers. Yes, you, you were on them in that one. Um, and, uh, the devils too, but the devils give up goals to anyone. So that, that they don't get too much credit for that one. Um, but yeah, the, this line, it's, it, it's, it intuitively, it looks too high, but my number is, is minus two seventy. So, so that's basically bang on what we're at here when you add the big, uh, so, uh, I got nothing on the side to be honest. I mean, the, the, uh, the cane thing, I don't think that that's, that makes too big of an impact right away. I mean, you'll get the, I don't know, the public money, back in that but that doesn't mean much um yeah i don't i don't know a strong feel on this one um if, if, i want to take the under because it's the sharks but uh these are not your uh, the sharks of november these are the december sharks um they're they're turning into a goal scoring machines here so uh i got nothing for this one what do you got I, I like I think there's some value here on the Sharks plus two forty. I, I think if anything, Patrick Kane debuting hurts the Red Wings. They they gotta, you know, get this guy who hasn't played in months coming off hip surgery, find some chemistry with him. Obviously he is playing with Debrinkat, so he has some some built in chemistry there, but still he's not gonna be up to game speed. Even these veterans, you see they need a few uh, preseason games to get up to speed and you know, the Red Wings have kind of been they've been great recently in terms of the record. One six of their past seven only loss was 
a tough loss against the Rangers, but like they have to come down to earth sometime. Like we've been saying that about that for them for a while. And you know what? This could be a spot where it happens. The Sharks have been uh, road warriors here. They're two, two and two on the road trip with those wins against the Devils. The Islanders gave the Rangers a, squ- a scare there. So yeah, I think the Sharks here, small play at plus 240. And yeah, for the for the total, I would lean to the over just given how these two teams have played recently. Oh, but I, I saw that Villahuso recently had a kid. So I want to see if he's starting Ooh, tomorrow. Because if he's if he's starting tomorrow, we might get a uh we might get a, a shutout there from from the from the Red Wings. I'm not sure Huso is confirmed to start. So uh maybe not a strong play on the Sharks, but maybe a stronger play on, on the under then. The um yeah, that, that same thing happened with the uh, Natchushkin in, in Colorado. Like he had a it's kind of slow start to the season, but after uh his wife or girlfriend or whatever had the kid. He just uh, he's taken off and he's he's been the uh, like the old nuke. Yeah, I saw. He said he was finally able to sleep now that, that the baby was actually born. So like, yeah. he was, he was, <laughs> yeah, he had he had some energy. Usually the other way around, you think? Yeah. Um. I for the next game we're brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is available in over fourteen states plus Ontario, Canada. Bet Rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space. Their betting menu <laughs> is second to none, including a ton of props. Depositing and withdrawing is super easy on BetRivers as well. So sign up using our link to get a risk-free bet up to $500. Just go to sportsgovernpodcast.com slash BetRivers. That's sportsgovernpodcast.com slash BetRivers. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, uh, who has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. No matter the sport, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, getting back into it here with another big favorite. We got the Los Angeles Kings at the Montreal Canadiens. game itself is in Montreal uh, at 7 o'clock. Uh, Canadians are plus 190. Kings are minus 218. Over-under is set at 6.5. Over at minus 102. Under is at minus 118 here. Uh, Kings coming off a, a big overtime win there in Columbus where I was on I was on their puck line. I think probably you know, most people were on their puck line because they, they should have won by two there, but they did not. But I'm going right back to the puck line here again at, at plus 114. You know they, They've been winning consistently by at least two goals. Talon talked about it last show. Beat, beat the Avs 4-1, beat Montreal 4-0. 5-2, 4-1, And they've just been limiting goals. And this Montreal team, you know, they, they've been decent recently, but I, I think they're they're nowhere near this Kings team, especially Los Angeles coming off a loss. That they'll come back out, bounce back well. They did the same thing last time. They lost uh, to Washington, then beat the Avs 3-1 in a dominant effort there. So Kings puck line here, plus 114 for me. And I also do like the under 6.5 at minus 118. Uh, Kings games are just typically going under, and I think they'll be able to uh, have a good defensive effort here with uh, Cam Talbot back in net against Montreal. Right, yeah, it's uh, Kings and regulation kind of thing for me, but that's not a strong play. My line is minus 214, so nothing there. But, yeah, I think I agree with you with the with the honor. The way that the Kings play, they're um, – just so structured, disciplined defensively, and they can shut teams down effectively. And they're getting goaltending. Copley, not so much. Uh, let in a few uh, bad goals there against the Blue Jackets. At least I think they're bad goals. That's what I heard anyway. Um, but yeah, Cal- Talbot should be in net for this one. So yeah, lean to the Kings, uh, stronger lean to the under. 
All right, going down to 7 o'clock here. Oh, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Canada. Uh, Ottawa are home underdogs plus 114. Maple Leafs are minus 135. Over under at 6.5. Over paying off minus 135. Under at plus 114. Uh, Mr. Meyer, what do you have for this uh, big showdown here? I was half expecting you to try to do a, a talent impression um, hating on sense fans, but I'm glad you didn't. I've had enough of that shit because I'm a low-key sense fan with, with my guy, Tim Stutzla, in the house. Um, yeah, the uh, the over got pet pretty quickly here. The, the line's gone up, as it should, because uh, I think that there will be seven-plus goals in this game. Uh, Leafs, we've been over their their defensive issues, defensive injuries. Uh, Klingberg just got shut down for the season, which probably actually helps their defense, <laughs> especially if they can bring someone else in with the the cleared cap space. And the Sens, meanwhile, are just uh, you know they, they've always been bad defensively the last few years in terms of uh, allowing goals. I mean, they, they get a lot of offensive production from the blue line though, so they can score as well. Uh, yeah, even at uh, minus one thirty five here, I love the over six and a half. No real feel for the side. My line is oh, oh, okay. Well, my line is telling me to bet the Leafs here. It's all the way up at <laughs> minus one sixty. Oh, Thomas Shabbat's out. That's right. I adjusted for that. Uh, sucks to be him, man. He just gets back now. He's going to be out for yeah. another month or so. Uh, so yeah, I guess I like the Leafs. I haven't bet that yet, but I have bet the over. But I'm, I'm going to bet the Leafs here when I get a chance. <laughs> Yeah, I think the over here is a strong play. Uh, we saw these teams uh, in Toronto last month, November 8th, Ottawa 1-6-3. So I think we could see a, a similar game here. I think there is value on Ottawa at home. They they bounced back from three straight losses with two wins, 2 nothing against Seattle, then an impressive win, 6-2 against the Rangers. And the Leafs, they've been very up and down. I mean, they've been going to overtime, so maybe take a look at, at the draw on this one. They've gone to overtime in, in three straight, uh, five of their past six, I think, like, 10, 10 or 11 games a season now. That's plus 380. Maybe a correct score of 3 3 is always worth a look in these Leafs games. But yeah, that, that over six and a half is probably the best bet at minus 135. But I do lean to the Sens here at plus 114. It just seems like the, the Sens always show up against the Leafs, and the Leafs, you know, tend to lose these type of games where they play down to the competition who, who is not having a good start. Also, the, the Leafs are five and five on the road. Uh, Sens are eight and seven at home. So a little lean to the home team there. You know what? I think I, I I switched up. I gave the home ice advantage to the Leafs. That's why my lines in my uh, So cancel that. Cancel the side. It, it's pretty fair. The fairly priced there with the, with the sides. Uh, but I still love the over. <laughs> All right, uh, going down to seven thirty now. We have the Columbus Blue Jackets at the New York Islanders. Game itself is on Long Island. Islanders are minus two hundred five. Islanders in the puck line are plus one twenty four. Blue Jackets are plus one seventy. Over under is at six. Over paying off minus one twenty. Under is at plus 102. Uh, big Metropolitan Division matchup here. Uh, Islanders fighting for a playoff spot. Columbus fighting to you know, stay relevant. But Columbus is, is 2-10 and 10 on the road, 2-7-3. Islanders are 4-3-5 and five at home, so that's 4-8. and eight. That, That's not that much better. Um, Islanders 1-2-0 in Columbus back in October. Columbus, you know, good fight against L.A. there at home. Islanders did just lose at home to the to the Sharks there in overtime. So could see a bounce back game here for the Isles, but I, I can't back them at minus 205. Uh, I guess if anything, I would maybe lean to the under here, but this is probably pretty much a pass game for me. Yeah, I feel the same way, though. Kind of like the Blue Jackets here. Uh, they got a strong start of the season, then a terrible slump. 
And then now they're, they're, they're turning it back around. Uh, Patrick Lani, I think, missed the last game. Not sure if he's good to go for this one. Um, but still, I, I think uh, I lean to the Blue Jackets here. The Islanders just are, are they're, they're worse than ever defensively now. Like, Well, at least they're worse than ever offensively, but they've also um, <laughs> struggled defensively. And that was supposed to be their bread and butter, as well as goaltending, which is uh, – just being let down by that bad defense. So you can't expect Sorokin to do anything, everything, or Varlama for that matter. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my line is only minus 167 for the Islanders. So uh, plus 170 for the Blue Jackets, that's that's the way I'm leaning right now. Uh, you know, they weren't terribly outplayed by the Kings in that game. Um, I think they, they could be competitive here. So plus 170, I think, is a pretty good look. Also watch out for Lane Lambert, uh, next coach fired. I mean, the, the, the amount they're letting you bet is getting smaller and smaller on these things, but uh, whatever, I'll keep doing it. I, I saw I'm at four to one uh, earlier today. So uh, after losing to the Sharks and you've lost to the Blue Jackets, <laughs> he could be fired on Friday. Uh, so yeah, I, I like the Blue Jackets plus 170. And Lane Lambert, next coach, fired four to one. Yeah, not, not a bad look there with DJ Smith getting, getting back to back wins. So he should be, you know, all, all, his seat should be at least, at least a little bit cooler now. Uh, going down to. Although, Aiden, although, uh, Jacques Martin was hired as a, a coaching consultant, so DJ Smith has to look over his shoulder at the old French <laughs> coach around. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 interesting indeed. Um, yeah, look out, look out for that. DJ Smith is, <laughs> yeah, he might he might have a coaching wedding on his own bench. All right, uh, going down to eight o'clock now. We have the Dallas Stars at the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Uh, Stars are minus 142. Capitals are plus 120. Over under is at six. Over paying off minus 105. Under is at minus 115. Uh, what do you got for this one here? Stars on the second half of a back to back in, in DC. Right. And Jake Ottinger in net and not playing uh, terrific so far. He's actually been going through uh, a little bit of a slump lately. And his team aren't helping him out either. They, they haven't been impressive the last few games. Um, even even that win, that, that dominant win against the Lightning, that was mostly just Dom Lightning mistakes and. Uh, uh, power play goals and and just yeah bad penalties and, and bad goaltending by Vasilevsky in that one, the, the, the scoreline um, was a lot kinder to them than uh, their performance deserved. Yeah, but this one I, I think I'm gonna wait and back the back the stars uh, when the line goes down because uh, when Wedgwood is confirmed and you know everybody betting the team on the back to back, I think that uh, we'll get a better price here than minus 142. So my plan is to wait a bit. Get the stars against the Capitals, who are coming back from that long road trip. Dave Belinsky special, and they're a bunch of fraudulent uh, bums. So yeah, I, I like the the stars here at a better price to, um, on Thursday, and lean to the under six. Even with Wedgwood and Nets, he like, gives up a lot of goals. But the Capitals are probably third worst offensive team. I don't know; they're really bad offensively. So uh, I think that even Wedgwood can can prevent them from scoring. More than two goals, so lean to the under. But stronger play is uh, stars at a better number on Thursday. Yeah, I completely completely agree with that. I think you know stars minus one forty two is it's a fine number. It's worth betting, but yeah, that should go down with them being on a back to back. Washington is coming home from that long road trip five five straight games out west, and you know they look good. They lost in San Jose, beat the Kings, beat the Ducks, but then they just completely ran out of gas there 
in Vegas and Arizona. Now they get you know a few days to come home, relax, and then the stars come into town, you know, on a second half of a back to back where looks like they probably are coming off back to back losses. Now they're down three one after losing down there in Tampa. And Dallas has been good on back-to-backs this year. They've won both of them, going from Calgary to Edmonton, beat Edmonton 4-3, and then going from Winnipeg to Minnesota, winning that one 8-3. So, uh, yeah, I think the stars here are definitely the, the side to bet, minus 140 or better even. Yeah, I, I think I do lean to the under here. The, the Caps just can't score that much, and I think the stars will be, be content to play a, a more responsible game with uh, Wedgwood in that. So, like the stars here, minus 142, and lean to the under there as well. Right, going down to the final 8 o'clock game on the docket, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning at the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Uh, Predators are minus 105. Lightning are minus 115. Over-under is at 6.5, overpaying off minus 105. And the under at minus 115. Another back-to-back here for the Lightning. Uh, they're currently beating the Penguins 2-0, I believe, late in the second period there at home. Have to travel up to Nashville after this game where the Predators are going to be waiting for them after a shootout win in Chicago on Tuesday night. Big shootout win there for the Preds. Preds have been good. Preds have been good you know, all season long. Did have a few hiccups there against the Rangers and the and the, uh, the Wild there in Minnesota, but they've still been one of the best. Spectacles 4% team. They have the eighth best. Um, Tampa Bay has not been as great through the middle of the pack, and they're on a back-to-back here. With, I believe it's Vasilevsky tonight, so it should be uh, you know, Hanson tomorrow. Lightning on a back-to-back. They they lost in Arizona after losing in Colorado on a back-to-back. They have haven't been great. They're an older team, so the fatigue will affect them a bit more. So I love the Preds here, and you know, underdog minus one hundred five. If you can get them better, probably around even money before. But this line should move. You know, more money should come in on the Preds. So get this as soon as you can. And then for the total, probably a pass on the total. Uh, maybe a lean to the over here. But that's just due to Johansson being shit. Yeah, lean to the Preds here with the Lightning in the back-to-back. Johansson is shit indeed. Um, Vasilevsky is, is you know, turning it around after that 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 shitty performance against Dallas with the one and a half shutout so far. They they, they shut up the Stars in the in the home and home uh, matchup there, and then uh, leading currently the Penguins two nothing. And but yeah, I, I'm yeah. So it's going to be Johansson and that. So that's that's irrelevant. And so, yeah, I, li- I like the, the Predators here. Uh, they've been uh, very hot as of late. You know, they've had a terrible start to the year, but they've been they've been cruising, um, beating bad teams, beating good teams. Uh, but uh, the, the best bet of the game here for me is, is is the obvious one. It's the over six and a half at minus 05. It's, uh, you know, the Predators have a weak penalty kill. Lightning have second best power play in the league. Lightning has uh, Johansson and Net, and, and the Predators have this run and gun kind of style now with Andrew Burnett. So I love goals in this one. Um, probably going to lose the over in this this Lightning Penguins game, but oh well, we're going to get goals in this one. Uh, going back to the well with Lightning overs. Also, yeah, the Lightning just just fucking awful on the road as well. I mean, they they turn into a totally different team at home. So that's another reason to like the Predators. But stronger play is definitely over for me. Yeah, great point. There. Lightning are four seven and two on the road. They're they're awful on the road there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we're brought to you by Game Time. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. 
uh, the game time app experience. You got those flash deals, last minute tickets, images of the seat views, so you know exactly what to expect before you arrive. And of course, their lowest price guarantee. So uh, snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Uh, game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. So download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort our players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, here, going down to the 8.30 time slot, we got the Anaheim Ducks at the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, Blackhawks are plus 105. Ducks are minus 125. Over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 105. Under at minus 115. Uh, Joel, what do we got for this uh, big Calder, Calder Trophy matchup here between Bedard and, and Carlson? Indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah, Ducks have been playing better lately. I know they only have one win to show for it, but the last uh, four games or so, they, they've been actually highly competitive uh, after that 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 long road trip there. Come back home, they were good. They were good against the Avs without McCarr, but still the, the, the Avs should have uh, wiped the floor with them. 3-2 final there, and I know that McTavish is probably out for this one. I think he has a chance to play on, on the, the game after that, I, I was reading, but Probably not for this one, but that's okay. The Ducks have enough talent here to to get it done. My line is minus one thirty five. I like the Ducks here. Blackhawks are just just pitiful. Beyond Bedard, they have absolutely nobody. Uh, yeah, Ducks Ducks are are, are uh, much better. Better goaltending too. Um, the, the, the Blackhawks tandem started out hot, especially Soderblom, but they they totally fallen apart lately. So yeah, I like I like the Ducks here quite a bit. Kind of like the under six and a half minus fifteen here. The uh, Blackhawks have. Uh, I mentioned the Capitals having the third worst offense. I think the Blackhawks might be number two in terms of worst. Uh, so, yeah, under six and a half is a lean, but stronger play here in the Ducks side. Yeah, the, the, the Blackhawks are, are are doing the the rebuild right. They're tanking. They tank. They tanked for Bedard. Now they're you know they, they're they're exciting to watch at times with Bedard and with with you know that that line on the ice. But besides that, they're not scoring too much. Did give the Preds a scare in the last game, 4-3 in a shootout, but they scored three goals in total, one in each of their three previous games here. Uh, you know, John Gibson still 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 a guy in net for the Ducks. And, and yeah, as you mentioned, they have been better than their recent record suggests with that what, nine or ten game losing streak they had. Yeah, so I like the Ducks here, uh, minus 125. Yeah, I'd probably lean to, lean to the under here. But the Ducks, you know, they, they have these games where they can they can score, you know, three, four or five, <laughs> three, four or five goals here. Blackhawks maybe put a couple in. So no no real play on the total, but I do like the Ducks minus 125 there. Ducks, I think, have also played uh the second hardest strength of uh, second hardest strength of schedule in the league behind only the, the Sharks here, according to uh Dom Lushizen's um metrics here. So that's yeah, Ducks are been, they've been playing some tough teams. And 
they, they, they got a lot of fluky wins, um, come from behind wins and all that, but the, 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 the aggression's coming now. But uh, I think that this is still a, a good place to, to back them against a, a pitiful Blackhawks team. I mean, they had a, had a horrible schedule, and they're right in line with the Oilers in, in terms of like point percentage. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with that there. All right, going down to the 9 o'clock time slot here. We have the Philadelphia Flyers at the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in the shadow realm at Mullet Arena. Uh, Coyotes are minus 118. Flyers are minus 102. Over-unders at 6. Over-slightly favored at minus 112. Under 6 at minus 108 here. You guys know I'm on I'm my fly guys here at minus 102. If you can get them for, for plus odds, uh, even better. They've been, you know, back-to-back. Not, not a back-to-back, but a home-and-home with, with one of their biggest rivals, the Penguins. They swept that in overtime. Three straight overtime games for their past five. So may, maybe some fatigue there. But I, I trust uh, Tortorella coach Bunch here to not have too much fatigue. Uh, on the other side, Arizona has won six in a row. But they're going for their first five and zero road trip since like in se- second time in franchise or homestand, I should say, the second time in franchise history here. But Flyers are, are a tough team, you know. No, no matter the night, that they, they're going to give you a good fight here. Uh, even if it's Carter Hart or Samuel Erson, Carter Hart is definitely better. But Erson's been good as well in that recently here. So I think the Flyers are a solid play here as, as road dogs minus one hundred two. Uh, for the total, I would go under six, especially if it's a budding uh, Vesna Trophy candidate, Connor Ingram in that for the Coyotes there against either one of the Flyers' good goalies with the uh, good defenseman in front of them there. So, uh, yeah, give me the Flyers and the under six. Yeah, if Connor Ingram can, can sustain this, he absolutely has a shot if, if the Coyotes can sustain this, but I don't think that they can. Their PDO right now is off the charts, as Shark was outlining in the Discord. Yeah. The uh, yeah, the Coyotes are due for a bit of regression. Flyers, meanwhile, though, I think that they they've been on pace with with uh, how they've been playing right there in the in the mix of the playoffs. They've been uh, really fucking solid, especially considering how terrible their their roster looks on paper. At least uh, Sean Couturier coming back has been huge. They've got some production from some of their younger guys, but really, it's it's just a team effort. Uh, you know, the sum is greater than the. Or the, the whole is greater than some of its parts, as, as the saying goes, and that's uh, why Tortorella is a, another candidate for coach of the year. I mean, he absolutely has a shot if the Flyers make the playoffs. But the same goes for the the, the Coyotes uh, with Andre Turini as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't have I don't have a feel for this game. I, I like both these teams, you know, as as dark horses to make the playoffs, but. Yeah, one more note though is Connor Ingram. You know, at first I was like, no fucking way is he going to win the Vesna. But if he if he puts up these insane numbers all year long, then then he absolutely does. And then, but the Coyotes have to make the playoffs, of course. And uh, yeah, and and Demko and Ottinger are slipping a bit. So the uh, the, the strength on the Vesna is uh, is uh, weakening. So yeah, Connor Ingram. On, I mean, he's he's too low now. The, the fucking cowardly books post him at like fifty to one uh after people requested it like if if he was like 100 150 to one a couple weeks ago then yeah that'd be a damn good bet but of course the books didn't list them so that that's unfortunate for people to look i was not going to be one of them because I, I i thought that he had zero percent chance but for for those of uh people who've been asking me about it uh i would have yeah those people would be in very good shape right now if the fucking books uh listed them yeah, the, the, the Vesna field's kind of wide open right now. You mentioned Demko and Ottinger slipping. You know, Aiden Hill has been hurt for a few games. So Ingram and Talbot both have 930 save percentages with, with 11 wins. I do think Ingram, you know, eventually falls off a little bit as the Coyotes do with their PDO. 
I do think Tab, Talbot falls off well, but like no one is running away with it. Even Gorgiev, you know, has 14 wins, but his save percentage is barely under, oh, barely over 900. So it's wide open right now. I don't think, you know, th- unfortunately, though, the odds are all kind of shorter where there's no great value plays right now. Yeah, it's it's a mess. Um, uh, there's there's nobody I'd be willing to back at that the current price is given the fact that nobody's really really playing terrifically uh, except for Connor Ingram, but of course he, he's already down to like 30, 25 to one. Yeah. Um. All right. Going down to nine o'clock again. Here we got the Winnipeg Jets at the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Avalanche are minus one sixty two. Jets are minus plus. Jets are plus one thirty six. Over under is set at six. Over at minus one twelve. Under at minus one oh eight. Uh, Jolie, what are you gonna? What are your abs gonna do here at home? Well, you know, speaking of unfortunate injuries, we mentioned Aiden Hill, and now Kale McCarr is another one. Like very, very uh, unfortunate timing there. But uh, that's the thing. This guy, he can't stay healthy. He can't play a full 80, 82 game season. So we just have to. Uh, take it and you know hopefully stays healthy for the playoffs that's all that matters in the end but uh for right now it, it's it's unfortunate and yeah for this one i'm, I'm assuming he's not going to play you, you never get any kind of info from the abs injury wise he's never going to play the last one i really don't think he's going to play this one so that leads me to believe that the, the jets are, are the team to back here i mean adjusting for mccarr's absence i only have the avalanche at minus 122 so yeah, give me the Jets here, plus 136. Very good team, very solid, physical, well-coached. Uh, and Connor Halbuck is is the better goalie right now than Georgiev. So yeah, give me, give me the Jets here, plus 136. Lean to the under six, minus 108. Both teams play a good, tough, uh, defensive uh, game. So I like the under as well. But a uh, stronger play would be on the, on the Jets side. Yeah, you, you look at this avalanche injury list. Byram questionable, Cogliano questionable, and the Truskin and questionable. Gerard. You know, illness, Gerard out indefinitely personal since... He's a fellow uh, depressed alcoholic. Yeah, Cal uh, <laughs> McCarr questionable, obviously. Lekkonen's still out. Um, you know, Winnipeg's been mostly healthier. They said Nemesnikov is their only kind of main guy out. So yeah, I do agree. But I, w- I would only lean to the Jets here, plus 136. I do think... The Avalanche's home ice advantage is a real home ice advantage, as I you know mentioned a lot here. Jets going on the road after a, a decent homestand, four straight under games, low-scoring games, beat the Blackhawks and, and the Canes. Colorado's also have some low-scoring games recently, so that's why the, I think the under six is, is the best bet in this game, uh, minus 108. Uh, Hellebuck's been great in net. Hopefully it's going to be Gorgiev and not Prozvatov for the Avs. I think either way here, lean to the Jets and a better play on the under six at minus 108. Uh, going down to 9 p.m. again here, we got the Carolina Hurricanes at the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Flames are plus 102. Hurricanes are minus 122. Over under is at six and a half. Over playing off plus 100. Under at minus 120 here. Uh, we got a back-to-back for the Hurricanes, who their game in Edmonton on Wednesday night has not started yet here. But I think in, in Calgary, like I, I was watching some of their game the other night against, uh, who are they playing? They're playing Minnesota. I was watching it. They just looked lifeless. There was a home game. There was there was no no energy in the crowd. They had Wolf there in that towards for the second half of it. Lost 5-2. They were looking better with a few overtime wins, but they're not not a good team right now and but also the hurricanes i can't trust their goaltending especially on a back-to-back here so if i had to play a side it would be the flames 
just because they're home underdogs, five, five, and one at home. Kings are six and seven on the road with tonight's game pending. Uh, over under, I guess I would lean to the over here over six and a half plus 100 just because it's going to be either Vladar or Wolf for the Flames. And uh, the Hurricanes can't really stop a puck unless that's Coochie there has a, has a good game. So, uh, pretty much a pass game for me, but lean to the Flames and lean to the over. All right. Markstrom is going to miss a few weeks, I think, with the, the broken hand, um, which is unfortunate. He's, he's playing pretty well. And yeah, so I don't know where this line is going to go exactly because the, the Hurricanes goaltending situation doesn't, you know, goalie goaltending does not matter in their case because uh, it doesn't really <laughs> Ranta or Kachetkov, uh, whoever starts tomorrow. And with the Flames, meanwhile, uh, Wolf and Vladar, I guess Vladar will get it. Uh, but uh, I don't, I don't know that. Um, so it, this is just a, a mystery game to me. I don't know where the line goes exactly because people will think that, um, or they'll remember that Markstrom is is not in the game, and then the, the Flames would be uh, bet against. But then the Hurricanes are on the back to back, so yeah, it could go either way there. But I, 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 no feel for the side at all. But give me the over six and a half, even money. Just it's going to fade both goaltending. Hurricanes have been bad defensively. Not as good as they were in the previous seasons, but they they've been scoring more goals. So tit for tat, um, yeah. Just just give me the over here. The Flames are, yeah. Uh, you know, they lost the Dorov. They had a good effort against the, the the Canucks, but but still fell short. And just a pitiful effort against the Wild. Maybe they come out stronger against the Hurricanes, but I don't I don't know about that. Um, but I think that they can they can score a couple goals at least against this pitiful Hurricanes goaltending tandem. So over six and a half. All right, going down to 10 o'clock here. We got the Minnesota Wild at the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, Canucks are minus 148. Wild are plus 124. Over-under is at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 108. Under is at minus 112. Joel, what are your uh, Canucks here going to do at home? Uh, well, it's, it's they've been zigging and zagging like for the past two weeks. They win one, lose one, win one, lose one. So they're due to win one here, but I don't think they will. The Wild are uh, they, they, they're more like the team that I expected going into the season after finding their coach. Uh, they, they've sharpened up their goaltending. Their penalty killing is better. And Matthew Boldy's gotten going. I think he only had one goal before uh, what's-his-name took over, John Hines. Um, now, he, now he's scored, what, four goals, I think? And Kaprizov's playing better. This whole team is, is just rallied behind the, the new new bench boss. And I think they keep it going here today. I don't know why they're they're plus one twenty four dogs. They're playing much better than the Canucks right now. I watched Elias Pettersson in person, and he looks absolutely he looks worse in person than he does on TV right now. He's making poor decisions, fumbling the puck, turning it over, uh, and he's not playing with any confidence right now, which is, which is a problem for him because he's in a contract year, so he's costing himself millions of dollars, which probably accelerates his. Uh, or enhances his, his misery and lack of confidence. So that's that's no good for him. Quinn Hughes, though, is is fucking unreal. Probably a you know, top three player in the league right now. Um, so he's, he's really carrying this team. I mean, the power play is, is absolutely legit. And the, the wild penalty killing, I know it's better lately, but it's still uh, worse in the league. Uh, so they haven't really uh, fixed that entirely. So the Canucks power play could get going. Uh, but I still got to take the Wild here. My number is only minus 122 for the Canucks. I just can't trust them 5-on-5. Five five. Wild is a much better team 5-on-5 five five right now. So, yeah, give me give me the Wild here. Plus 124. 
lean to the over six and a half. Demko is, is uh, you know, those goals against weren't entirely his fault, but he, he's not making the elite saves he was earlier in the year. So, yeah, uh, we're going to back uh, these teams going back and forth at it again in another high-scoring Canucks game. But uh, starter player, definitely the Wild. Yeah, I think the Wild here, you know, is the play at plus 124. They've been a completely different team since since their uh, coaching change. 3-1, 6-1, 4-1, 5-2, all, all four, you know, wins by margin there. So maybe when a, a re- this would be a reverse puck line if you take the Wild minus one and a half. But I think plus 124 on the money line is, is good enough for me here. Uh, they've been a lot better in the last 10 games. They have the third best expected goals, 4% in the league. And Vancouver is uh where are they at? Vancouver has the eleventh uh, best, so there's there's their fourteenth best, so they're more middle of the pack, around fifty percent. All situations, there. right? That the no, five five on five. Oh, that's imp- yeah, that's surprising. I thought that they'd be like sixteenth at best. Yeah, that's so what, I mean, that's the eye test does not tell me that they're eleventh, but uh, okay, maybe I'm just uh well fourteenth. They're fourteenth. Oh, 14th. Okay. 14th. All right. Not so, too far. Yeah. They're not, not top 10 there. And yeah, they, you know, back and forth game against the Devils, probably an emotional game. The guys got up for the the Hughes Bowl there. So, you know, Minnesota here going from Calgary, going down to Vancouver. Uh, I think they're, you know, got some good mojo going here. I think as dogs, they're a good play there, plus 124. Um, I don't have a play really for the total. I think if anything, I would. Lean to the over there. Uh, Canucks can score. Minnesota's been scoring more recently, but a uh, better play is definitely the uh, Wild plus one twenty-four. Right, going down to ten thirty for the final game on our docket. Here we have the New Jersey Devils at the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle. Kraken are plus one thirty. Devils are minus one fifty-five. Over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus one twelve. Under is at minus one oh eight. Here uh, I-, I like the Devils here. Devils on the road. They've been good on the road this season, 7-4-0. They're, they're healthy again. Uh, I know Hamilton's still out, but they have Heischer and Hughes back. Heischer has really been the driving force for, for that team. Their record with him compared to without him is, is pretty significant here. Uh, a big emotional win there in Vancouver, but I think Seattle is, is coming back. They've lost five in a row, lost all four games on their four-game road trip there out east. So this is the, uh, the classic coming back from a – Long cross country road trip there. Devils are already out west coast. Uh, minus 155 has got bet up a bit from where I got it, but I, w- I would still play it there. Uh, I think that line could definitely still continue to move that way because the Devils are the better team. The Devils should be a playoff team, they're not in the playoffs, uh, right now. And the Kraken are not showing what they did last year at all, lost five in a row. So, Devils here, minus 155. Uh, then for the over under, probably go to the over. It, it's a Devils game, so you, I think you have to go with the over six and a half, especially at only minus 112. Absolutely right. The uh, Devils are playing, you take the over. Uh, I don't know how many games have gone under, but there haven't been many. Five, five team, have five. Wow, yeah, that's like what 25% at best. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a team that are that are uh, stopping pucks from going into their own net, and they they but they can still put the puck in the other team's net, so that leads to goals. You know, that's simple math right there. So I love the over. Um, the side, yeah, you're right. It has been bet up to a number I don't think is bettable anymore, though. Minus one fifty five seems about right. Uh, but yeah, one one more thing about this game, Kraken, of course, come back from that that miserable road trip. Um, so it could be a little bit of a Dave Blinsky special here. Uh, he fade the team coming back from that, that, that long road trip. But uh, 
more importantly, though, well, not more importantly, but one interesting note is Dave Haxtall, next coach fired. He's a, a big long shot of like 25, 30 to 1. Uh, I think that, that that's live. That's a live bet because this is a team that had expectations of making the playoffs again. And, uh, you know, they made it the second round last year, and they're, they're definitely underperforming this year. And, you know, who gets gets blamed for that is the coach. And that's such a long number. I don't know why he's he's behind a bunch of other guys who are never getting fired. So, yeah, if, if you got an extra 25 bucks, <laughs> 50 bucks maybe if they'll let you lying around, um, Hackstall. Uh, next coach fired is another little interesting look. Speaking of coaches, do you think uh, John Hines at forty to one has any any uh, any chance at the Jack Adams? Oh, I fucking hope not. I it's it's hard enough handicapping this sport without these new coaches coming in the mix. I mean, first we got the knob, now we got John Hines. I don't think so. I don't think the Wilder are making the playoffs. They're too far behind, or there's have more of a chance. But even then, I don't think that. I don't. I don't know how that works. I, mean, I got to look in the history of, of of coaches coming in and winning the award. I don't think it happens yeah. very often. Yeah, I mean, I I, th- I think it's down to Tocket or, or La Violette or like one of the other guys, maybe Tortorella, like if the Flyers go on a tear or one of these guys. But I mean, Tocket's down to plus three fifty, La Violette's down to plus six hundred. So it seems like they're <sighs> kind of narrowing. Got to get it going. Cox, that he should not be that that low right now, but of course it, the, he's been bet so much they can't they can't bring it back up. Um, but yeah, the, the Canucks got it going, man. Come on. Yeah, I mean they they could definitely they're they're I mean they're slipping a little bit right now, four and six in, in their last ten games. Uh, but I mean the Pacific Division is is so bad that I don't know who's catching them besides the Oilers. I guess maybe the no the Flames aren't catching them. But it's just, it's just if just if, if Edmonton you know catches fire. Which is definitely possible. Yeah, if they blow this lead to the Oilers, that that would that would sum up uh, Vancouver hockey for the past what forty years. Yeah. Um. All right, that's the thirteen game slate on Thursday. Uh, quite a few consensus plays here. Before we get into our best bets, uh, we have Buffalo Boston under six and a half minus one thirty five. Kings Habs under six and a half minus one eighteen. Leaf sends over six and a half minus one thirty-five. Uh, the stars either now at minus one forty-two or preferably wait until that line gets shorter. Uh, Predators minus one hundred five. Anaheim minus one twenty-five. Canes Flames uh, over six and a half plus one hundred. Wild plus one twenty-four, and then the Devils Kraken over six and a half at minus one twelve. Uh, now to our best bets here. Uh, you, we both won last show. You had uh, the Panthers in regulation. I believe that was last uh, Thursday, so pretty much a week ago. Uh, you're now up to six and six at minus zero point nine nine units. I had the Pittsburgh Penguins there. Uh, I am now seven and five, up three point one seven units. It, uh, it feels good to be, be positive a little bit after my uh, lock dog total has just taken a complete turn for the worse here. Uh, you got anything top of mind for for your lock for the show? Yeah, give me the Preds Lightning over, or six and a half minus oh five. All right, Preds Lightning over six and a half. Yeah, six and a half minus one hundred five. I'm gonna go with the Stars, so I'll take them here at this minus one forty two price. You know, I, I you know I might be getting negative CLV here, but I think you know at this point I would bet them if this was the price. So I'll take the Stars minus one forty two, even on a back to back. I just think this Capitals team. Full of frauds. Kuznetsov was a healthy scratch the other game. We forgot to mention they're already without Backstrom. So 
they're in shambles there as, as Ovechkin chases Gretzky's uh, record. Well, speaking of scratched Russians, uh, Kuzmenko also benched uh, and probably going to be scratched again in the game against the Wild because <laughs> he, he, he scored goals, but uh, Talkit does not like that he does not forecheck. When he went asked about it, why why he's benched, he doesn't forecheck. <laughs> but I love that from the coach. Uh, come on, guy, get 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 to work. Yeah, uh, speaking of Russians, Russians, uh, shout out Ilya Kovalchuk coming back and, and signing with what the KHL uh, Spart- forget, Sparta, Sparta or, or something. Spartak. Yeah, so, uh, Talon's very Talon. excited about that. So uh, yeah, uh, remember that, that 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 insane contract the Devils tried tried to sign him to just craziness. As Lou Lamorello there. Yeah, they're, they're finally free of that debt, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Or probably the, the Coyotes are probably still paying it. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where all, all the all the big contracts go to die. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else here before you want to close it out? No, I'm good. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with a, a small. I think it's a small slate Friday. Maybe some some future talk. We got three games Friday. We'll, we'll see what's going on tomorrow. Yeah, sounds good. Um, all right. Make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Game Podcast on YouTube. Going live there for all shows. Make sure you're subscribed to the Podcast. That's Apple. Give us a five star rating and review. Same thing on Spotify. And get in the Hockey Game Podcast Discord at slash discord or reach out to myself or the HTTP Twitter account at HockeySGPN, and we'll point you in the right direction. All right, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at PaulGilbertSOP. And I'm Joel Meyer, and uh, cheers to everyone who listened to, the, to this uh, to this show, because uh, yeah, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a struggle. It was a struggle for me, but I made it through. You guys you made through. it through. Let's all go home. We're, we're still alive. Right. See ya.